Hey everyone, welcome to Sad Girls Podcast episode 36, our year in review episode that we do. I guess this is just our second year in review, but <laughs> yeah, welcome. Long time no talk. My name is Gwen and my pronouns are she and her. I think I said pronouns. Pronouns or I'm Zuri and my pronouns are also <laughs> she, her, hers. Um, so yeah, we'll, we can do a short intro of what we've been reading, listening to, and watching in the past. It's been, it's been like a full month since the last episode was oh, recorded yeah. anyway, but, and then how the legacy of colonization has been affecting us and then get into our list of best of, and I can start. So right now I'm reading a novel called The Mothers by Britt Bennett. It's so good. Um, and then in the past few weeks, I finished The Argonauts and I finished Shrill by Lindy West. Oh, and I'm also reading, like, it's this book called We Believe You. And it's, I don't really know. I know that, like, the hunt, that movie The Hunting Ground about, like, college sexual assault, like, it's somehow mm-hmm. related to that. Like, it's about, like, campus sexual violence and it has, like, some of the people who are in that movie, like, telling their stories in it. It's, like, so intense, though. I'm, like, um, this is so sad and horrible. So it's, like, you can't read it all, like, in one sitting or whatever. Um, and then I'm listening to um, Childish Gambino's new album, A Week in My Love, and... Um, I was listening to the Hamilton soundtrack today. Yeah. I was like washing the dishes and I was like, this would be good music for that. And I haven't listened to it probably in like a full month since um, I saw Hamilton. So <laughs> it was like triggering. I was like, OMG, this is the part when they did that thing. I loved it. Uh, it was so good. And then I'm watching, so I'm watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, which I talked about in the last episode we recorded. I like got a like Amazon tablet for um Black Friday and so all I do is watch that show on Hulu everyone's like OMG you like your tablet like have you um read any books on it yet like what apps do you have and I'm like I when I say all I've done on it is watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta I'm like not exaggerating I don't know how to do anything else but watch that show (laughs) it's so good um and then like I was just telling you like my sister is home and she's been watching like We've just been watching like some of our fave old shows. Like we watch a little of the Mindy Project and then Ugly yeah. Betty, Arrested Development. <gasps> um, and she's also watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> wow, that's a great rewatch. <laughs> I haven't visited that show in a while. I know, it's so crazy. Um and then how the legacy of colonization has been affecting me this week or I don't even know if I have an answer to this, even though I don't want to say it hasn't been affecting me, you know. I'm sure there's an underlying current in all of it. I guess it's just like the end of the year. So I'm just really reflecting on this year. Mm -hmm. And I've got a clip of Kylie Jenner saying this is a year of realizing stuff. So I could put it in the app. (laughs) Hey guys. Like I feel like every year has a new energy. And I feel like this year is really about like the year of just realizing stuff and everyone around me, we're all just like realizing things. 2016, looking good. It's like, yeah, I realized some stuff this year, but there's also this uh, Zora Neale Hurston quote, there are years that ask questions and years that have answers or like 
that maybe vice versa and i'm just like feeling like this is a year that just like asks a lot of questions and like we'll see what is gonna happen in the next few years like what answers they have because mostly with donald trump it's just like so much unprecedented shit like no one knows like what's gonna happen so definitely feeling that as we go into 2017 i feel like that's also just like so close to um now i guess because even when you're doing best end of list we're like oh this is everything that happened in like october till now like i do think that this year is like overall like many good things happen which we'll talk about but it's just like um trump is going to be our president in like a few weeks (laughs) in this inauguration so overall i mean everyone's like making jokes about how this year is shitty and like we need to put it in rice and it's like yeah that's that's also kind of true okay that's yeah so I've been listening to, um, finally got around to listening to Frank Ocean because you know me, wow. I am late as hell to every single album, but it's so good. Like I really do love Frank Ocean and I remember I fully purchased his first album on iTunes. So clearly I'm a stan, <laughs> but I wasn't about to start like tweeting all those like, where you at Frank? Like, please like. Where's the new music? It's been like years. I just thought those people were annoying. But I do like him. And I really like this album. Um, Christmas music, obviously. Um, and I haven't watched Insecure. Oh, yeah, true. But the Insecure soundtrack is literally so good. So there's like a just a playlist of it on Spotify. And I'm pretty sure the show released the soundtrack to buy in like just in stores and CD format, I guess. So definitely recommend picking that up the hamilton mixtape obviously and also the hamilton just soundtrack also in the heights which is also Mm -hmm. another lin-manuel project but like it's so good i'm like i wish i could see this show because like i cry like i always cry in the finale when they're talking about like washington heights being gentrified because that's like clearly the reality and this show was made in 2008 and i feel like even then that was like very different than how it looks now but just stuff like that just makes me like really upset um so i don't know it's sad but i do really love this show and it's lynn so it's obviously gonna have amazing music and lyrics and then i've also been listening to anything goes which is another broadway it's like a super famous broadway show but i recently became obsessed with this chitch sutton foster because she was on one of my new favorite shows bunheads which is also by er Amy Sherman Palladino of Gilmore Girls fame. And she was she's on Younger, which is literally so good. It's like a 30-minute TV land show with um, who played Lizzie McGuire? Hilary Duff. It's lighthearted. It's a 40-year-old woman pretending to be 26. Um, they really should have cast like a black actress in the role because then like it would be more believable. Um, and Sutton actually looks like really good for her age. Um, she, like, looks younger than Hilary Duff in a lot of instances. But, like, it is a really good show. He'll recommend. Um, but, yeah, she's, like, also Broadway. So I've been listening to Anything Goes because she's in it. And then as for watching, I've mainly been just re-watching Scandal because it's a comfort show for me. Like, it literally has, like, terrorist plot lines every other ep. Like, people are constantly dying. But, like, to me, it's just so comforting because, like, literally it's somehow, like, a better, more idealistic world to me (laughs) than current 2016. Because, I don't know, it's just, like, the Republicans in Scandal are, like, Marxists compared to 
our very own Democrats. <laughs> so I'm just like, wow, like imagine a world like that. So that's just what I've been watching. I just finished rewatching it and I'm like, I miss seeing Carrie Washington on my screen. So I kind of want to watch it again. Um, as for reading, so I got um, Mindy's most recent book, Why Not Me? And then Lauren Graham's Talking As Fast As I Can for Christmas. So I started reading Mindy's book. I'm halfway through it because it's one of those books that like, it's a memoir so you just or essays or whatever so I don't get bored while reading it and also I think Mindy's funny and she writes how she speaks so I like that kind of writing um and it's classic Mindy you know I love it I still think her first book is slightly better but this one made me laugh so I recommend it uh and then I was also thinking about when I was typing up my notes I put how the legacy of colonization has affected me this year for some reason and I'm like wow like is this a revelation what's going on um but I was just thinking about what's been happening this year I really do think this year was divided into two parts um it was like the first half of 2016 where I was still in school I was like thinking about what's gonna happen I'm like this is gonna be my year I'm gonna be the first church in my family to graduate from college I'm gonna get a bomb ass job like I'm gonna like start saving money like in a couple of years I'll be able to afford a Birkin bag like I was just thinking like I was so I guess naive but also like optimistic I didn't know what like life what was going to happen in life and then like towards the end of the summer because at the beginning of the summer I was loving my life because I didn't have homework I was out in the sun standing in the sun literally all day like just binge watching all the shows that I wanted to watch during school like I was loving my life but then like comes July I literally get into like the most depressive like state I've been in probably all my life like it still lasted till now but I think I'm starting to like get a little better but like I just hated everything I was unemployed like then like the rest of the year came Donald Trump was elected as as president I was just like this year was literally the worst like I don't understand what disconnection happened but I guess like as I was growing throughout the year, I was just thinking like I really am learning just how to be more. I just want to become what's that quote of like you want to become more yourself. I feel like you posted it recently. From who? I don't know. I feel like it's a quote. (laughs) There's a Sandra Cisneros. Well, that's I'm obsessed with becoming a woman comfortable in my own skin. Okay. But then I think the other one, there's one, um. I never change. I simply become more myself. Okay, that's what I'm thinking I'm not sure who said that, though. Yeah. But I'm just, like, kind of becoming more myself because a lot of times, especially, like, my early years of life, I was, like, hiding from the world. I was so scared of what people thought of me. And I still am semi-scared, but not as much. Um, I, like, didn't speak. Like, people at my school thought, like, either I was mute or I just didn't speak English because I would not speak. This was, like, in middle elementary and high school. But now I'm just like learning to become more unapologetic, just gross, you know, like I feel like being gross in public is like a thing we should do more, especially as like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm into it Um, and I want to decolonize like gross and class and all those things. Um, I'm obviously a very loud person, so I'm just learning how to like love that and just like stay being loud even if people tell me to shut up because I just like don't feel like it. Um... I don't know. I'm just like, even though this the second half of this year was awful and the first half was like more optimistic, I'm just like, 
excited about what's going to come in 2017 because I do really feel like this second half like hardened me but in a good way to the point where I'm still like optimistic about like what I'm going to do how I'm going to like grow within the next year so I don't know how this has to do anything with colonization at all actually but this is just like a self-reflection like I don't know I'm just like excited for 20 like I'm scared but like I just like want the mental state that I'm in to go away. And for some reason, I think it's going to happen within the next few days. Probably not, but I'm just like excited. What? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me, actually. <laughs> that's really presumptuous, but good luck. I know. So yeah, that's pretty much it. So similar to last year's episode, which I did re-listen to last night, we are just going to talk about <laughs> some of our favorite things that, you know, we we liked watching or reading or listening to or laughing at this year, Mm -hmm. Um, including but not limited to TV, movies, articles, and books, tweets, memes, feminist moments, Sad Girls Club podcast topics, people, Mm -hmm. um, and then resolutions, things that happen in our own lives, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But I have music first on mine. I don't know. Do you? Yeah. Care. Do you want to go? Okay. So best, and I don't, I just put my favorite music of the year. Um, Oh, actually, I put that Views was so boring. So I had one least fave. The thing is that every single on Views is like somehow such a bop, and there's about nine singles, because even now I'm hearing like Child's Play. I don't know if Fake Love is on Views, but I'm hearing that also on the radio. Child's Play is the best song on that album. It's so weird because when you, I, you listen to the album, which first of all has about 20 songs on it, it's like, mm, this is kind of boring. But then the, it produced yeah. like so many like really good singles. So I don't understand. Yeah. It's like every other song was good. But right. um, of course, the favorite album of the year was Lemonade. Um, I was just listening to it a <laughs> right. few days ago. It's just, I mean, we talked about Lemonade on one of the apps, which was also one of my fave Saggles Club topics. That was on episode 20, Your Islander is not revolutionary. So I guess I don't need to say that much more about it, except that, you know, nothing better than that came out. And not even that, like, no songs that came out were, like, written better or sang better. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, such a amazing project i love beyonce so much for giving that to us um and then my second fave was blonde by frank ocean and then my third fave was coloring book and then i just put like in no order like the life of pablo anti serum life by ray sermon which i'm not seeing mm-hmm. on any list and it's such a good like album i love those children yeah also iconic. i put 727 from fifth harmony which is i love those children <gasps> that i actually listened to that album so right, much it's this so year. good I'm happy that Camila left because yeah. she was the least good Now they singer. can truly yeah. be iconic. Um, and then Coconut Oil from Lizzo, which was like an EP. A Seat at the Table. Yes. I'm just like, literally both of Tina's children's gave us music. <laughs> right. I'm just like, like, I feel like any feeling that I didn't feel from Beyonce's album, then it was like, oh, Solange wrote a song about that. So thank you for just capturing everything. And then I put Awake in My Love, even though I think it's too late in the year to actually count because that just came out a few weeks ago. But that it's a really good album. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are my faves. Yes. I agree with all the ones that I've listened to off that list. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be honest. I'm also like annoyed because The Life of Pablo was my most played album on Spotify besides Hamilton. Oh, yeah. But Hamilton only had like four songs on there. I just listened to those like excessively. But Life of Pablo, it was like really on there. And I really did like that album. Like I do like Kanye's music, but it's like I can't admit that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was also like um since we lost so many icons i felt like i was like going back and listening to their music um specifically prince and juan gabriel so i don't know i felt like they held like a special place in like 2016's music as well even though they didn't necessarily um release right i don't know dude <laughs> okay i don't think they released music maybe it's like one of those like compilation apps um albums if something was released Mm. but as far as i know um but i was also thinking like i didn't include really any least fave because if i don't like a song then like i just won't listen right i don't know why i wrote drake on my list (laughs) i literally forgot about that as least fave that's like the only thing that i listened to this year that i like like actually listened to and didn't like. right but no i also put drake on my least fave i'm not views because i liked views But, like, I had such a bad concert experience with Drake that I think now it's linked to, like, Drake. Because, you know, I am – I used to be in love with that man. Like, anything he would do, it could be literal shit and I would stand for it. Like, I'm like, (laughs) yes, like, Drake is amazing. But, like, you know how he released – like a couple singles after that like fake love that one is actually really good Mm -hmm. i like that song but the other he released one like fairly recently and i haven't even listened to it like i'm just like i don't know it's something about drake this year that i just haven't been totally on board with so i think it's so interesting that you also put drake on (laughs) your least (laughs) favorite. oh my god but yeah i guess that's pretty much all i have to say because a lot of the music i listened to wasn't from this year actually it was like older music yeah i guess i don't have um i I had the album the life of Pablo like on my phone so i was listening to it on spotify and then lemonade also was on spotify so i feel like like i don't know how much i listened to it but on my spotify tops it was just like alexander things from hamilton the musical which yeah i guess mm-hmm. i discovered hamilton this year even though it wasn't released this year and i will talk <laughs> about hamilton some more but <laughs> yes <laughs> that defined the year um i have tv yeah. so i just put like what had cute season i put jane the virgin it's presumptuous because i'm about seven episodes behind but what i've seen was great and that's i love that show um and then yeah. Atlanta Chewing Gum. How to Get Away with Murder had a good season. Have you watched it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I know I need to. <laughs> it's good. I think you should watch it if you want. Okay. I probably will eventually. Just like, I don't like know. Like it actually just got good. Um, And then I put Broad City. Even though I still haven't seen that very last episode for some reason but that was a good season <gasps> that one was the best one of the season i know i have to watch it i will never get over when she had her period <laughs> pants because now i need period <laughs> pants that was so smart <laughs> and she yells this dog is sexually assaulting <laughs> literally could not get over it that entire like that two-parter is one of the best two-parters in television history i feel like it was so freaking good no yeah uh, you have to watch the last the episode second like, <laughs> pretty much today because it's really funny <laughs> i need to are you finished with your tv or do you have no more? that's my list okay um yeah i don't know if what tv i like that came out this year 
besides Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And Scandal, like, back in the day. Did Scandal have a season this year? <laughs> yeah, like, in, like, right? In May it ended? I mean, I, I assume so, because it's coming back next February or something, or January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, was it good? I don't know if I can say that. Mm. I When I rewatch it, definitely, like, went down in value. The second half of season five. <laughs> season five in general wasn't that great. But I love that world, so I'm totally into it. Uh, but I did discover, like, a lot of new shows that are old. Because I watched Greek this year, which I absolutely loved. Highly recommend. An ABC Family classic. And another ABC Family, Bunheads. It's a one-season wonder. That and My So-Called Life, like, are the best one-season wonders. People are going to tell you Freaks and Geeks. And that's a great show. But these two are the best one season wonders by far. Um, I watched Unreal season one and that came out in 2015, but that was a really good show. Season two is trash, but season one is really good. And I watched Hannibal and I really liked that show, but it didn't come out in 2016. So I know I feel like there's still so much that I didn't see because I didn't watch Orange is a New Black, which I guess because oh, I, I definitely was excited for that and then was like actually i don't care but i don't know if it was good it was like fine um it's just like it's gotten to the point where like these characters are like not gonna get good lives so it's not a comedy anymore it's like right people are like it's not fun (laughs) i mean it was about prison in the first place but like the first season was like funny i feel right no, yeah. Um, okay, that's Teeve. Didn't, well, I actually put Lemonade as my favorite movie of the year. Oh, true. <laughs> it was a feature film. The only movie that I saw this year in a theater was Almost Christmas, which I just watched because I had, <laughs> like, to kill three hours. Um, it was good. It had Monique in it, and she's amazing. Um, but then I did see, I did watch that I saw Gone Girl and Fifty Shades on, like, Put Locker. <laughs> Because for some reason, I just, like, was like, I want to see these both white movies now that I think about it. But uh, I was like, yeah, I know that I saw a gif of Gone Girl with the chitch, like, covered in blood. And I was like, oh, I want to watch that. I don't know why I wanted to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. But I did. And there's apparently a sequel. So I'm like, okay, I'll be watching that on Put Locker in three years as well. But yeah, I just not. And meanwhile, movies are $16.25 now. So there's no way I'll be seeing one again for the next few years. Right. Yeah. Did you see any movies? Well, I know there's so many critically acclaimed like Moonlight. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's the only critically acclaimed. I wanted to see that. I like, I might want to see that. I feel like it's like probably like, I don't know. I just am not a film person. Right. No, me neither. Okay. I just did books. I didn't do any articles. Do you have? Okay. Well, I only have two article references. One of them is just Sarah Kinzer. If you just go on her website, she has great pieces. So highly recommend. And then the other one was one that we talked about is How Black China Beat the Kardashians at Their Own Game by Sylvia O'Dell on BuzzFeed. That came out in May. Oh, did we talk about that? No, actually, I don't know if Maybe we Maybe just amongst ourselves is what you meant. Yeah. That's a, uh, yeah, that's that a great article. Good. I know. I was reading a lot of the list that was like best by POC of color. And I was like, oh, yeah, those mm-hmm. are good. But I don't, I didn't like make a good list this year. But I read a lot of good articles. Yeah, I feel like I did too. But I just forget when it comes down to like remembering them. Well, I like had like on my Tumblr, I always put like what 
the articles oh, I yeah. read today, but I didn't. I like last year, I put a little asterisk next to like something that was really, really good, and I didn't do that this year. So I was like, yeah. I was just being a lazy bitch. But um, we'll <laughs> put out one of the like best of culture writing right. lists. Um, but I wrote for books, um, Homegoing by Yah Jesse, and The Vegetarian by Han Kang, and The Mothers, which I'm reading now. Like I have about 30 pages left, but is really good. And I talked about all those books on this podcast because I always say what I'm reading so I'm not gonna give um summaries on them but those are all by (laughs) women of color so yeah you have to read more women of color and I'm excited to read more in 2017 too wait so the next thing that I have is memes is that a weird order is that like is there any more media things that I missed? Do you know? Um, no, I think, yeah. Well, I have memes next, too. I oh, wow. um, okay, favorite memes. I just put a list of my favorites. And I was looking at, like, best okay. of 2016 memes list because, like, I knew right away, like, the Arthur Fist, the inner Kermit, and then the, like, the memes of, like, Joe Biden and Obama and, like, Joe making jokes about, like, pranking the house for the, the um, Trumps to come in. But those are all like pretty recent. So I had to look up some lists and they reminded me of the Bernie versus Hillary on the issues. Do you remember that meme? Oh, right. I do remember. I remember the Selena one specifically. What was the Selena one? Do you remember that? No. It was, <laughs> it was so funny. What What does that meme call like Bernie Hillary issues? It's like on the issues is the thing. It was like um about yolanda whatever the hell her name oh my is. god no the one thing about memes is it's so hard to find a specific one so hard to find a specific oh no i don't know if i can find it i'll try looking for it that's fine but i do remember that meme it was hilarious. no yeah that meme is so good for those who don't know what it would be like bernie versus hillary on the issues and the issue would be like i want some chips and bernie would be like pass you the bag and hillary would be like put your hand out that I remember (laughs) (laughs) and just like so good those were amazing and then there was also this fake discourse about them being sexist and it was like no yes it's just that no literally any any criticism of Hillary Clinton this year was deemed sexist and I'm like no it's not sexist unless it is sexist like you can't just make anything like I don't know I was just like that's just a full no and then I have Name a More Iconic Duo. Yes, Name a More <laughs> Iconic Duo was so good. I the Mr. It. Krabs blur. <gasps> I like, yes, I that was my know top how I forgot number one that. meme is Mr. Krabs. Yeah, because I didn't have it in my initial list, but I had to like look up a list and then I was like, oh my God, because I would just like be doing something in my own life and be like, I feel like the Mr. Krabs blur right now. So yeah. <laughs> definitely a relevant meme. And then I put the Honey Bun Baby. I just love that little kid. So cute. Oh, and it true. also makes me want to have a child that is a meme because goals. That's the greatest treasure, TBH. <laughs> like, that's what we should all strive for. What's your list? Um, well, conceited meme. Did you say that? Uh, no, because, but, but it is a fave. I just didn't even know, like, what it was until... I was looking up a list. I don't know, like, if people oh, okay. just know that by conceited oh, yeah. meme. Because I didn't know that that was that rapper's name. Yeah. Well, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, like, in picture form. Like, how would you describe Because the, the <laughs> expression is, know. like, key. It's, like, a bunch of... You probably do know this. It's, like, a bunch of black dudes, like, hang out. This guy, allegedly a rapper named Conceited, and he has a red cup in his hands, and he just, like purses his lips and just like makes a face like I don't know about that it's like kind of that face and like yeah. starts walking <laughs> away and 
That's a great meme. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good meme. Um, I love when like people, do you remember that meme when people would type backspace or delete? On the keyboard. Oh, people yeah. People would, like, put, like, his face on that. And I'm just like, this is amazing. This is, like, so, like, layered, these memes. But another one I freaking loved was I keep dropping hints that I'm single. I'm single. Oh, my and God, yes. And people replace it with something else. <laughs> that one was so freaking good. I love that meme. I didn't know that that was this year. But I guess it I'm did sure rise it to was. prominence this year. Yeah, even if the that quote is yeah. keeping up, mm-hmm. but I just saw that happening this time. I love that meme. It's so freaking good. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have for memes. There's probably other funny ones, but like those were top. No, that's so good. And then I have people, even though I couldn't real. I li- literally was like, and I listened to last <laughs> year's episode and I had like throwing out names. Like, yes, I loved all these people. I loved all these feminist moments. And then this year I was like, um, yeah. Pretty much a year filled with hatred. <laughs> but people I wrote, Michelle Obama, she just was the first to come to mind, even though I loved all the Obamas this year. God, Michelle, she had a good year, though. She looked so fucking beautiful. And then I have Simone Biles, who's that cute little chitch from the Olympics who did gymnastics in the USA. Yeah. I literally, like, the day that I became obsessed with her, it was, like, my bedtime. So I'm, like, in my bed but still on my phone on night shift, like, scrolling through the TL. And I just, like, saw a video of her doing, like, <laughs> Olympic shit. And then I just was watching more videos. I was literally yeah. crying myself to sleep because she was so amazing and talented, like, I love her, and I also love her little big eyes. Like, she yeah. looks like a little bug. She's so cute. Um, and then I put Colin Kaepernick, even though don't really know anything about sports. I just, like, feel like watching him just do yeah. his, like, taking a knee, and then, like, it became, like, a way bigger deal, and he, like, gives, like, tons of money to different organizations for black kids, and, like, it just seems... It's just been cool mm-hmm. to, like, watch that church, even though football mm-hmm. bright night lights that's all i know right. about it we'll never watch a game in real life mm-hmm. oh and i have least favorite people too um of course i actually put kanye first and then i have trump <laughs> kanye he just is a mess um, <laughs> it's like wow i disliked kanye more than trump this year um yeah, he yeah. sucked. There's nothing else to say after that. And we have a lot of ups talking about how Kanye fucked up this year. And Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's probably our most talked about topic besides the presidential updates, if we're being honest. Um, And then I put Bernie supporters because even though, like, it seems like Bernie being relevant was so long ago, it <laughs> when I was looking through stuff, I was just re- remembering all the, like, he marched with Dr. Louis. <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King stuff that they would always say whenever or whenever anyone was like, I don't like him. They would just be like, you're the dumbest dumb to ever exist. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I don't have to hear that anymore. Um, And then I put Mark Jacobs, even though I did buy myself a Mark Jacobs purse this year. Tragically, it was before (laughs) he was a racist about dreads. So good thing it was 50% off or I would really dislike that. Um, so yeah, those are my fave and least fave people. For people, I put Lin-Manuel Miranda, obviously, um, became... Oh my god, how did I forget that? <laughs> I just became beyond obsessed with him. I just love that he's, like, always there to support, like, up-and-coming POC artists. Like, 
I'm just so obsessed with that. And he's not even fake about it. Like, I feel there, like there's so many people who just, like, say things to, like, make them, to prop themselves up, to make themselves seem like they care. But, like, Lynn, like, I literally read, like, so many stories about people. And they're like, yeah, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda helped me out. I'm like, that's amazing. I'm obsessed with him. He's a full genius. Like, I want him to get, what is it called? EGOT. Right. He, like, may be the youngest person in history to get that. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, he fully deserves it. Even though these are white institutions, like, I want him to benefit Wait, which from one does he it. not have? Um, I think the Oscar, but he might get it for Moana, like, the song. Oh, interesting. So I'm like, I'm obsessed. And then something else is Teen Vogue's new editorial head, Elaine. Oh, yeah. Walter Roth. Um, obviously Teen Vogue is the most radical and actual news reporting site slash mag in the U.S. currently, besides underground ones, I feel, or just people's blogs. So obviously, like, big round of applause to her. Also a great feminist moment. Um, oh, yeah. And then Sarah Ahmed I wrote because I've been thinking still so much about, like, when she resigned from her university and she was like, mm. resignation is a feminist issue. And I, like really do like a lot of her work so it just like still stands out to me this happened I think in the summer or maybe September not quite sure but those are the people that I had in mind mm-hmm. yes those are my favorite people there although for some reason I didn't put Beyonce on that list but maybe it was just implied <laughs> yeah I think but it's always implied she just gave us so much this year she really did right and we didn't deserve anything that she gave us, but she still mm-hmm. gave it to us. And how would I even have made it to this point if Lemonade hadn't come out in April? You know, like how would I have survived? All the things had to happen. Whew. We don't have to think about that. Um, and then I have Sad Girls Club topics. <laughs> yes, I loved this one. <laughs> um, so I put all of our conversation about Hamilton. So that's Episode 18 is Hamilton Problematic, and we talked about the documentary on yes, episode 32, Rights for Whites, and talking about Mike Pence getting booed and boycott Hamilton on episode 35, <laughs> the 1% in us. And that episode ruined my life because, like, I edited it once, then my computer crashed, and then I was like, fuck this. And then I didn't edit it again until, like, four weeks later. But I was just remembering our conversation about boycott Hamilton and how much, like, we were just cracking up. And I was like, I want to share this because I want other people to laugh at how fucking ridiculous it is that people are boycotting Hamilton and they can't even see it in the first right. place. Um... And then I put um, our conversation about Flint on episode 14, the most basic radical politics about my so-called life on episode 17, Happily yes, I wrote that too. After. Probably also the best episode title this year. Yeah, um, like I good. said, um, our conversation about Lemonade and then our conversation about selfie feminism on state-sanctioned trash piles. Yes, I put that <laughs> literally everything you said <laughs> I wrote down. The only thing you didn't say that I have is our conversation on Vine from episode 33, Give the Kids Their Stuff. Oh, yeah. Which I like, too. I just loved when That's we were talking true. about how Vine, like, bent time and space because it really did i'm just still thinking about that that was so iconic i loved us <laughs> do you want to do um favorite podcasts oh yeah i feel like podcasts literally saved my life like i've been listening to so many and i love so the thing about podcasts that makes it like so interesting to me the other day my friend um was telling me like do you ever feel weird that people like are constant like they know what's going on in your life but you don't know anything about them and I'm like 
that's I guess but I have I feel the exact same way about other podcasters so I'm like doesn't even phase me tbh but my favorite podcasts of this year not all of them came out this year but I discovered all of them this year so Gilmore Guys is my top I love them like they're great they have amazing guests they're talking about one of my fave shows so I was all in for them my favorite murder I also really enjoyed that actually came out this year um but before my favorite murder and my next favorite last podcast on the left I like didn't even think about like podcasts about serial killers being a thing but I like fully discovered them and I'm like this is fully amazing like I've never seen anything better so kudos to both of them great podcast I was also listening to bad fat broads a lot this year um really great podcast by let me get their names right I think it's Ariel and I forget the other person's name but bad fat bad fat broads is a really good podcast they're like their logo is like bad fat bitch perspective on like everything and they're just like really cute and yeah just like listen to them and it's also like kind of like us where it's like two friends just talking to each other about like news and all this other stuff which are actually like my favorite types of podcasts because then you actually see like personalities come out and it's not just like a script um, and another one that I recently got into because of Zuri is The Thick. It's also, like, just conversational. And I really like yes. those girls, too. And then my last one is all of At Mall's podcasts. Um, she has, like, several advice podcasts. And she has a Lifetime, I guess, film talkback show. And I love all those shows. So that's me for podcasts. That's a good list. Um, Thank okay. you. Okay. Let me see. Um, so I, I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know what exactly started this year, but I'll just say like what I loved listening to this year. Love the thick. Oh, I love Reality Bites, which has Stephanie Beatrice from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, oh, which true. I have never seen. I don't listen to them that much, but I've listened to them a couple times. No, yeah, they have, some are, some are really good. Some are, it's like, I don't care about this person you're talking to. <laughs> um, I like Still Processing from New York Times Magazine, Bad With Money, Speed Doll from MTV. I like two dope queens, and oh, I also yeah, listen I to so many white queens. guys, but I didn't like, like, so many white guys is not as good as two dope queens. It would mm-hmm. have, like, good interviews, and, like, I really like Phoebe Robinson, but it would have, like, just, like, bullshit talking for, like, the first 15 minutes, a good interview, and then, like, bullshit talking with Alana at the end. Alana from, um, Broad City, who's, like, her producer or something, and I was like, you know what? You could just condense both of those. <laughs> um... There Goes the Neighborhood, I think. <gasps> Did that come out? I don't know when I was listening to it, but I also Yeah, that it. came out this um, yes. this spring. I really like this podcast called Long Form that has, like, conversations with um, different authors. I only listen to it if I've, like, read things by them and I care about them, but they had some really good ones. I love Reveal. Um, Millennials, one of my fave podcasts. Bodega Boys. Call Your Girlfriend is like one of the best podcasts ever and the read Mm -hmm. um all were yeah podcasts are very important to me as well I feel like I just learn so much from them like and like I love reading and I love like being online I love like I don't really like watching things that much um unless it's a YouTube makeup tutorial but I feel like that's like 
it, I like, didn't think about that as a way to learn. And even if it's just like two cute girls like talking about something, like on a lot of the podcasts I listen to, I yeah. still am learning, even if it's just like learning different perspectives. So mm-hmm. definitely the year of the podcast. Um, let me see what I have next. I have tweets. Did you have any favorite tweets? I have one. I have one too. <laughs> I have one. Oh, I don't have the date this was tweeted, but I guess in April when Lemonade came out, it is yeah. from someone who I don't really know how to say mm-hmm. their um, username. It looks like their username is Jamie-C or something. And their at or their handle is J whatever the tweet is my ex-boyfriend was hate beyonce her song made him single today he didn't cheat or none but i love beyonce and i want to go through this with her and then the heart emoji <laughs> like what the that hell? was a really good tweet <laughs> like i loved the tweet it is really good the only one i have is from kumail nanjiani and it's like this is from June 24th, and he says, why didn't we learn about essential oils in school? I mean, that shit is essential. And to me, <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because essential is in capital letters, too, so you can just imagine someone saying that, and I'm like, this is so funny. <laughs> no, there were so many good tweets this year. I'm sure that there's, like, a legitimately a list on the internet of yeah. top tweets, but... I definitely know that I RT'd amazing things. And next year, maybe I... It's hard to keep a list, though, because I only retweet a tweet if it's amazing. And I've retweeted about 20,000 tweets this year. <laughs> um, so the next thing that I have is... I have, like, moments, and then I have some feminist moments, and then I have some moments in my life. Oh, Do you have yeah. anything else besides i have just moments and then resolutions oh oh i didn't say any i can think of resolutions on the spot though um (laughs) yeah i just have like some feminist moments it they all involve me though so it's like i don't know what's going on yeah it was like i just put so i just put three general moments the first is the um Mm -hmm. when the dakota access pipeline they like oh true stopped it or whatever I remember seeing that and I literally started crying just like thinking about and it was like so I mean it's winter now and it was no I guess it was just like late fall when it was canceled and that just thinking like being so glad that it stopped before the worst of winter because these people were experiencing so much abuse and violence and like thank god it wasn't like 10 feet of snow on the ground when they're doing that and then I was also thinking about how like just like people were already taking credit for it they're like oh thanks obama and it's like no these are literal like human beings of color who are defending something that they shouldn't have to defend in the first place and i also wanted like people to be really clear that like everything that they experienced was violence from the government or whatever saying oh let's put the pipeline through this town instead of like a more white town even Mm -hmm. like of course like spraying them with like um water hoses and like throwing rubber shooting rubber bullets is violence but like every part of what they went through is violence and they're going to be traumatized forever so even though i was like really grateful that this happened like there's so much to still like unpack and think about um and then i put (laughs) oh my god this is a fun one this is this is actually Mm -hmm. my number one favorite moment of the year it's like this white man spray painted blacks rule on his driveway and burnt a confederate flag (laughs) 
and tried to pin it on Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Why would a black person write Black's Rule? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I loved that. I'm gonna just... I had the video or the picture as my like cover photo. I'll post it on the Sad Girls Club Twitter in case anyone didn't see it. That yeah. was just. And there's a picture of him just like in his lawn or on his driveway with like the maddest face, Black's Rule spray painted there and a burnt Confederate flag. It's like, I'm supposed to believe you didn't do that yourself, Archibald. <laughs> Come on. Um, and then my third favorite moment um, was just racists getting fired and expelled and suspended. And just like this year, we saw dumbass kids writing um, racist Snapchats and getting expelled from their colleges, putting racist tweets and getting fired from their jobs or having to quit. And it's just like, you're very stupid to, it's like, if you're going to be racist, whisper it into your friend's ear and don't put it out on this public place because you literally, now you don't have a paycheck, now you can't go to school it's like you're literally putting your life and livelihood on the line to be racist but I love to watch it and then my favorite feminist moments I put um Beyonce performing with the Dixie Chicks at the country music awards and when Taylor Swift was exposed by Kim Kardashian which we we talked about that on the episode not about Beyonce um and then in my life so this is my first year like being a full-time working chitch is so hard but I like my net worth is not zero and or not it wasn't zero it was actually negative like with all my student loans but I actually made money and saved it somewhere I guess because my net worth is now like a hundred something bucks so that's exciting Mm. um and then saw Hamilton and you also saw Hamilton um and it was amazing and worth every penny my favorite performances were Hurricane, the Reynolds pamphlet, and Satisfied. And I now like want to see Hamilton in every city all across the world, be a jet-setting hoe, like put a <laughs> plane emoji in my Instagram bio. Right. But I'm really just taking a plane to go see Hamilton and then getting Seriously? back on it. So, man, it is so good. Um, And then... Oh no, that's it. That's that's it. <laughs> it's all the moments in my life. So that's a very good list because tell me why my favorite feminist moments are Kim exposing Taylor Swift <laughs> and me seeing Hamilton. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Truly, um, <laughs> let me see if I have anything more on my list. Oh, I had resolutions. Oh, yes, resolutions. What are yours? So first, so first, like, what did I stick to last year's resolutions? And then when I listened to the app, I, real, I like, saw that they were, or heard, meditating, being more empathetic, and reading more books. I don't know if I read more books, but I did you know always read on my commute so that Mm -hmm. was good I got to read a lot I got to read as much as I wanted to I guess um and then I did I did meditate it's like hard because sometimes I'm like I just like want to go to bed right now and it's like if you meditate you can go to bed easier but I'm like still such a lazy bitch that I just like I'm like oh I'll just close my eyes and maybe that will happen but yeah I meditate I wanted to start meditating because I felt like it would calm me down and, like, help me sleep better. And so I try to meditate. I meditate every morning, um, but I also, like, try to meditate before going to bed as well. That has been helpful. Um, And I got an app that's called, I think it's called, like, Stop, Think, and Breathe. And, like, that's what I use. And then being more empathetic, it's, like, hard to know, like, how to measure that. 
I feel like maybe right. because sometimes if a person like I'm walking down the street and a person bumps into me, I don't like curse them out. I just I'm like, oh, maybe my music is too loud. I didn't hear them say excuse me. Um, so yeah, that's empathy. Who knows though? It's definitely going to be next year. I feel like it's going to be a lot of cursing people out. Um, and so my resolution, so I posted this on Insta yesterday. It's like these screenshots from this vine of Cardi B where she's like walking down the street, like in a cute little denim romper. She's like talking about like how much it costs. It's from Rainbow. And she's like, get yourself together, bitch. Learn how to budget ho. And I'm just like, (laughs) I just want to actually like not just spend my money recklessly even though I don't know if I do but the thing is like I have the mint app it's the it's my favorite thing in the world um and it'll be like oh you whenever your alcohol budget and it's like I didn't ever change the budget it's just whatever budget comes with it so I'm like no I didn't leave me alone but I'm actually going to utilize that feature and hopefully have money at the end of the year and I also want to like pay off my my student loans more because like I have like a monthly payment and it's just like it I have seven loans and so it's like one loan gets like ten dollars or like seven dollars twenty bucks and it's like I'll literally be paying that for like my entire fucking life so this mm-hmm. month I did pay off my loan with like the highest interest rate yeah um and I feel like I'm just gonna like I have loans that are like under a thousand dollars and then ones that are like over five thousand dollars so I'm just gonna try to pay like the ones that are like smaller just mm-hmm. like pay them off um and then get a new job (laughs) um and then I also put I must have just put this as I was listening to the app I put stop talking so fast on your podcast but I don't even know if I stuck to that in recording this but I guess I don't have to start until next year Um, well I don't think you talk fast really I don't know because I think it like sometimes I hear myself in the like uh like if I'm listening to after it's all been done I'm like I literally cannot like how do people understand me I'm like uh, running my mouth. I don't know. Yeah, I need some intel. Tell me if I talk too fast, listeners. Seriously. Um, yeah, for resolutions, I... Well, my main one is to write more. Because um, I want to start working on something. But, like, it just takes me so much to just sit down and write. So that's, like, one of my main, like, resolutions to just, like just write it out like no matter what happens like no matter like there shouldn't be like a specific limit per day just like write a little bit each day on whatever I want to write about and kind of read more too because I have kind of like fallen off of reading ever since it's not like mandatory for me to do in order to like pass college so I really want to start reading more and what else do I want to do I started exercising this year like regularly and that has really really helped my mental health so I just want to like continue to do that and kind of continue to I don't know just be better about my mental health I wanted to start meditating but like I just don't know if I can do that it just seems like something that's like at least not right now in my mental state because meditating you basically think nothing right it's not necessarily thinking nothing, but it's just, it's like focusing on your breathing, like more than focusing on your thoughts. Because oh. that's still something to think about. True. Yeah, I guess that's, um, it probably is something I can do. It's just, it's really hard for me to calm down. I think from 
just like thoughts because I'm thinking so much all at once and like me I like start thinking of bad thoughts like all the time just like not like just thoughts that like are bad to me so I like I'm trying to stop doing what is it like cognitive behavioral therapy like I want to incorporate that into my life because I think I definitely need it because I'm a full-blown mess no yeah I also thought that meditating was fake it wasn't even that I was like bad at it it was just like I literally couldn't like couldn't do it I would just sit there and be like so like what should I get for lunch today (laughs) not even like just like I fall asleep or something like I wouldn't even get that far right but um you have to like really do it I I read something or heard something you have to like be consistent with something for three weeks and yeah then, like, no I've heard that too it, it, it becomes yeah. easier yeah yeah I mean that's something I really want to do it's like if you're lazy you can't even do it for that long yeah no I'm <laughs> the laziest person on <laughs> earth I'm thinking like what really because when I was little I was like so ambitious like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and now I'm like that's so true maybe I'll eat today no I never forget <laughs> meals like scratch that I will be eating today but I'm like Maybe I'll, like, (laughs) read today. Like, little things. Like, I've been filling out my paperwork for my job, like, little by little. And I'm like, wow, I filled out, like, my direct deposit form. That's enough for me today. Like, the (laughs) smallest things. I'm like, all right, I was productive. So I really just want to, like, be more productive. Even though it's that's like a capitalist fallacy. Like, my worth is not dependent on my productivity. But, like, I do feel, like... It's kind of unbearable to me to, like, be as lazy as I am. Like, I'm fully, right. like, maybe it's just because I'm depressed. And then it makes you feel bad. And it's like, okay, this yeah. is supposed to make me feel better not doing the, my responsibilities. <laughs> right. But I am starting a job, so that's definitely going to make me feel like I'm doing something. Uh, and maybe I'll apply to grad school. It's just, like, seeing all the shit, like, that happened to academics. Like, I really do, like want to do research but like I'm just like do I really want to go into a field like that I don't know what else I would do with my life Mm. maybe like this year I'll discover like a new hobby or plan or maybe I'll just be an administrative church um but yeah I don't know what's going on with that but that's everything I think Drink more water like all the fakes people who get plastic surgery say. Um, And I do want to, like, travel. So I opened up a credit card with travel rewards. It's like, this is the first step, right? (laughs) I was like, this could go really good or really bad. And we're just going to see. I'm like, it's too easy to open credit cards because I literally just typed my information. They're like, you're approved. I was like, you shouldn't have given me all of that. But I am trying to be a jet-setting hoe. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, I might cut some of that out because someone might try to rob me. Um, <laughs> just to end on a pausey note about Sad Girls Club podcast, because like when I was looking up to see our favorite app, my favorite um episode topics, I was counting that we recorded twenty one episodes this year, which is cute. Yes. Well, here's another resolution. I want to like do more research for Sad Girls Club. <laughs> True. Especially for our gen topics. Like, I really feel like we can build something off of mm-hmm, our gen that's topics. That's true. So, I just really... And I want to, like, reach out more to, like, creatives. Okay. I don't know if you want to do this, too. <laughs> I'm just like, this is what I want to do. Like, Thank you to people who are <laughs> listeners and friends and followers. Seriously, thank you to all of our listeners. And especially those listeners who leave us five-star reviews. Yeah. So... 
yeah, definitely tell your friends and, I don't know, acquaintances, partners, significant others. Yeah. What other things are there? Family. Family. I don't know. Just tell someone because, hello, we neither of us have Facebook, so... Twitter is yeah. our whole brand. Yeah, go to saggirlsclubpod.com to see everything that we have done since this was born in June of 2015. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll see you in 2017. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.